let's let's do this. Are you uh let it let me know when it's when it's officially rolling, Danny Palm. Waiting for Instagram right now. All right. I think we might be live. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. Yeah, we live with Danilo Villafort. It's been a long time coming, dude, to get you on this podcast. <laughs> Finally got it with you and Hoot. I appreciate the the opportunity to come here and talk a little bit about the work we've been doing at the Dojo. Of course, man. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you for having my guys fight in your league, which has been doing a tremendous job here. And like you guys are running the, the city as far as and MMA scenario. And we're proud to be a little part of it. Nice, man. Well, you're a big part of it. You're selling India a little short there, but we definitely appreciate it, man. I do want to bring attention to your star pupil here, Clayton Lee. He's He's doing good. He's looking good ahead of his fight. Look at this guy. He's shame on him. The only other guy we've ever had be late for a podcast was Taylor Cahill. So it's something about those Somerset boys. I tell you what, unbelievable. I'll give a, a, a break because they live really far. <laughs> yeah, that's the only excuse. Yeah, is is Clayton? I guess we should wait till he gets here. But is he planning to move? He stays here a couple nights a week now, yeah, doesn't he? Stay, he? Yeah, I think in Cannesburg. Yeah. Uh, one of his uncle's house apartment something uh three days uh, three days per week to you know to help with the with the training gotcha the back and forth that's hard you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's a ton of, like you said it's a lot of driving they're from the middle of nowhere have you ever been to their hometown there's no reason to but i i grew up not I go, I go. <laughs> you'd have, you'd love it I go. shooting guns yeah, and yeah, cooking meats yeah you'd love yeah, it yeah. <laughs> you'd fit right in that's where i want to go because like sometimes yeah, we go shooting, practice shoot, shooting, and I hate the fact that you got to shoot paper, man. Mm. That's so boring. What do you want to shoot? Like ideally, what would you want to shoot? Know. I want to go <laughs> at Clayton's farm and see what we can shoot in there. <laughs> Blow some stuff up. Man, he got some footage. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Have you ever seen like the exploding targets? I think it's called like Tannerite. That's what exactly what. Oh, let's change the suit. Okay, <laughs> that's exactly what I want to do. Well, I've done it before. I, I talk about it. like I've I've shot Bro, that before. It's crazy. Clayton don't make things like this big. I didn't know the that. Size of a kid. I didn't know he he does. I'm not surprised that he does that, but I didn't know that he does that. That's yeah, yeah. That's pretty on brand for for Hoot. <laughs> He's a dog. When did he start working with you exactly? He came with Taylor. I mean, Taylor brought him in. Uh, I'll say about a year. Year and a half ago, mm. not more than that. And then I'm gonna bring Hood Lee, my friend. I'm like, okay, cool. I thought they already trained, you know. And then he brought the kid to spar. The kid never had spar before. Mm. And then, and then I see him moving. I'm like, okay. And then I put him in chase. And he had a good round with chase. Wow. And I was like. How long have you been training? He's like, wrestling? My whole life. I'm like, no. MMA, kickboxing. He's like, oh, it's my first day. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Nice. He's like, no, no, no. Tell me the truth. I know like, it's my first day. I'm like, wow. Impressive. Southpaw, you know, mm -hmm. hard to read, very fast. Kid's going to be a problem. Well, I, I mean, want to talk good about him be before he gets here. <laughs> it all ends once he gets here. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that's totally fair. Obviously, 3-0 and start to his career. He's been lights out. And that first fight was tough for him, too, by the way. Dan Walters. That's tough a tough guy, bro. That's tough guy. Kid's Maybe good. Maybe yeah. He's the one who's Evans fighting. Yeah. Tough, bro. Evans looking sharp. I bet. No, no, no. That dude's bad. Are you guys? He's looking sharp. Yeah. He's looking sharp. What do you think about Evans' performance in December? Uh, expected when I see what well, dude, because like I've been there for so many times, you know, like in the back, like backstage and stuff. Like, and like you can't look around and you read it, you just read around. And I'm when we might our team is ready to walk out, and then I see his team will come in. I'm reading there, and I'm like, that kid doesn't want to be here. Mm. I see the kid looking at looking and I see Evans didn't even move, just looking like a dog to him. I'm <laughs> like, oh my, he's nervous, bro. He doesn't want to be here, man. But I then just the way he come out, I was like, Evans have a heavy hand, man. Yeah. You know, if he if he tag you, he's gonna hurt you. So I expect that to happen. That just the way the kid come out, I was like, mm, he nervous. Mm. Just a matter of time. A lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah, he came out wild. That was a really unorthodox style. They really appreciate the fight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they really appreciate the knockout. It was a flash knockout with that crazy funny kick in the beginning. I'm like, oh my God, bro. The knockout was crazy. That was bad. Yeah, that yeah. Was bad. That was a good one for Evan, though. I mean, that's what he needed. I feel like he had, obviously, he's undefeated as well, but his first two fights both went to decisions. Yeah. That was the finish, I think, he needed to prove. Jiu-Jitsu is improving a lot. Yeah. He's ground and pound, like... I'm excited to see how it's going to look like with the headshots now. Yeah. How do you guys train that? Do you train for ground and pound even when it's not allowed? Or how do you get them ready for ground and pound to the head? Uh, we always train ground and pound to the head, you know. But, like, as far as technique-wise, we I don't allow the guys to touch each other in the head too much. Okay. You know, that's smart. like I don't like I don't like that. I think it was it's not necessary. Yeah, save for the fight. Uh, same thing like when we when we when we strike, you can't touch, you can't pop the guy. Yeah, you know, but, but not with a meaning to try to drop him cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not not the goal, especially in my team. <laughs> we have a very small team, and we, every guy that get hurt that cannot show up to train makes a big it's not difference. Not good. Yeah, it's know? not good. Need everybody you can get. But it's funny, I was laughing while you are saying that, but not because I think that's super smart, but I'm laughing because knowing your background as a mixed martial artist, it wasn't always like that training, right? No, bro. Like, I regret, man. <laughs> yeah, I if bet. If I could go back on time and undo the shit that I did, it, I would definitely do that, you know, because I'm afraid. You know, my dad had Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, all these brain problems Ugh. because of the fights that he had. And I went to the same route, you know, uh, like, for example, before my last fight on PFL, I was training, but I just had to open up a gym. I haven't trained for two years. I was trained with my students. Yeah. Going at, 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 at Young Kelly. Young Kelly helped me a lot, but as far as boxing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which is a beast, like he's a master. I told him like, dude, you are a master. Oh yeah, true, he's one of the best ever. Yeah, dude, a true master. Mm -hmm. He knows, he knows boxing, and um, I had to do a, a cat scan and all that for the fight, and then there was a week before the fight. Mm. 
And then they found like some scar tissues on my brain and all that. And then they call me and then the fight. And then I was like, Fuck. I'm like, whatever, let's go. I need the money. I was so broke. When I moved to Pittsburgh, I was so broke. Mm-hmm. And then I took the fight. I went there and I fought. Unfortunately, I got knocked out. Like I didn't even touch a jab on the guy. That never happened before in my life. Mm. That guy, he throw one, two. I cover upstairs. Boom, straight. Right in my rib. He broke right here in the front. Oof. And dislocated in the back. I landed on the ground. It felt like I got stabbed or something. Like, uh, yeah. And then I call him in the guard, see if I could buy some time. He walked back. He, he, and the ref told me to stand back up. He did the same thing again. Pow. My God, there's so much pain, bro. And then he broke, whatever. And then I, I had another fight five weeks later. That was the, the, the million dollars tournament. Then now mm. it's uh, PFL mm-hmm. before it was World Series. No, World no, Series of no. fighting before PFL. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but it was, I fought on PFL too on the first PFL season. Um, so then I got home. I flew back next day. I didn't want to go to the doctors because I was afraid that they would give me a suspension. Mm. And I need the money, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was broke. That's I was crazy. Like, man, I gotta think. go. So I was like, man, I gotta go to the doctor. Whatever. So I flew back next day in the morning, and then I went to the to my doctor here. And then he checked and said, dude, dude your ribs bad, bro. Mm. Broken. And then what happened? And then I explained to him. I said, oh, I fought last night. Where? My DC. I said, how do you came here? I said, I flew in the morning. He said, dude, God just gave you another life. You shouldn't be dead. You could have died in the airplane. What, from the pressure? That's crazy to think. Yeah. So you could have died in the airplane. Suffocated, draw. Oh my wow, bro. And then I go home. I talk to my wife. I call I call Ray Seffo right away. I say, Ray, I'm out, bro. Ribs broken. I won't recoup on time. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then that was it, you know. But shit, that was a bad way. Bad way to finish my career. Bad, bro. Yeah. But I heard so many people before you know, <laughs> to pay my dues. Too. That's it. It's got to all come back yeah, around, right? right. <laughs> At least I fought. You know what I mean? Like, I, I respect. That's what I respect. I'd like, you know what I don't respect? Those guys, they, they want to retire, find a bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah, Try like to get an easy win and yeah, ride into man, the sunset. I fought a bad boy, bro. Tough, Dagestani motherfucker. Dude, high, so high, so tall. Great wrestler. He's still in UFC. He's doing good in UFC. Who was it? Uh, I, I don't his remember. Name yeah, I'll look it up. His name. Oh my God. Super tough guy. He's, 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 I think he's, he lost to Sean Strickland by. No, oh, wow. Yeah, well, that's legit. Yeah, but he's tough, bro. Yeah, Sean name. Strickland's pretty decent. What his name? Um, <laughs> Here, I'm looking it up. Super tough guy. And his coach was my former coach at the Black Zealand. So he mm. knew me too. You know what I mean? And that's small world. Yeah. Even man. though, even it though was, it seems big. Yeah. No, it's very small. I yeah, mean, everybody knows it's, everybody. It's a tiny little city. Crazy. Yeah. Abus Magomedov. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's him. Abus. Abus. Yeah, I remember that fight with Strong, Sean Strickland now. Dude, this guy, man. He He's got potential. Still in the UFC. That, he, he got potential. Did he win the PFL tournament? Oh, no. no he made lost it, to the it in the final. Yeah. Sure. Dang. He got man, that's a run, though. But yeah, you you kind of you kind of hinted on it, and that's again that's why I was laughing when you were talking about it because those stories of the the Black Zillion stories are probably the most legendary. Like that time was crazy. 
in MMA. And that gym was crazy, specifically. Well, I always told Glenn, say, Glenn, let's put cameras here, dude. We got a legit reality show here, man. <laughs> all over the world will be watching us. Could you, like, you think so? I might know. I know so, man. I'm a fan of fighting, too. Look at how many stars we got around here. Mm. How many up-and-coming stars. Yeah. Look at Camaro. Camaro was nobody, bro. Yeah. Durin was nobody. At the time, yeah. There's nobody. They're up-and-comers. That's so crazy to think. Now of. look, look. The guys running the, the running. He, they 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 run. They want seventy for a while. Mm -hmm. You know. So, I think that the, that 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 team was was special. You know, that was good things, bad things, like not so nice things. Sure. But uh, but overall, it was a for me. It was my, I will I will say my NBA on MMA wise. You yeah. Yeah. I knew about fighting. I knew about coaching, but I need I did the knew the back end. You know, I was with Glenn all day in the office. So the I learned business I learned side. a lot, bro. Yeah. I learned a lot. You know, a lot. And I'm really, really grateful for that. The quality of the coaches we had it. Unbelievable. Name it, bro. Just though like the quality. My God, bro. I'm blessed, man. Like I am blessed. Thank God every day. Dude, the quality of the fighters there too. That roster they had, like Rashad, Alistair. Dude, you should you, see like, sparring, bro. <laughs> oh my god. We call it meat night. <laughs> meat night. That's all Dude. that makes you feel good. Dude, imagine. That's why I tell people say I I have a theory in my head, like that military guys and MMA guys that go to the high level. Mm. Same, 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 same problems. We want to face later. Imagine you like military, you go to war, you get deployed, then you gotta do incursions all the time, like mm -hmm. four times a week. Yeah. Four times a week exchanging fine, seeing people hurting, hurting people. Doesn't even make sense. Same yeah. thing, MMA, bro. Imagine you walk into the blacks, you drive yourself six days a week, two times a day, and you walk in the room like 40, 50 dudes, and all the animals, and then they all gonna try to kill each other, <laughs> and you are there. And you mm -hmm. have to survive. You're going to have to try to kill them, too, because they're going to try to kill you, bro. Terrifying. Dude, I see people getting knocked out like, man, I don't even know how many times, bro. Multiple, multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. It's, it's like, I was like, my God, bro. Because they come with the Dutch mentality. Mm. Henry was, he was, he was the, the, the kickboxing instructor for mostly of the, the time. And then he came with that Dutch mentality, bro. Tyrone came with that Dutch mentality. What a savage. My God. Tyrone Spong. Oh, my goodness. One time we sh we're warming up. Bah, bah, bah. MMA gloves, bro. <laughs> the fat oh, my ones, God. Fat MMA, warming up to do drills. And we... And then he... Tow, low kick on me, bro. I'm like... <gasps> I'm like, he missed. He missed. I'm like, okay, he missed. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. And then he... Tow again. Then he kicked me so hard, but I kick it back, bro. And then we, we start... Do, do, do. Next thing I realized, I was on the ground, holding the ground in my hand here. Oh, my God. Oh, my, my God. And he's like, hey, bro, you, you okay? <laughs> you okay? I'm like, yeah, man, now let's go. I'm not okay. I'm like, now we're going, <laughs> man. Now we're going. He's like, no, no, no. Now we're going, Tyrone. <laughs> and then I'm trying, bro. So, <laughs> bro. And then oh he my. keep just playing with me, just playing, bro. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Dude, that, dude, I see so many crazy things on that place. One time, you you know who is Guto? Guto Innocente? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yep. Heavyweight kickboxer. Yep. He's from my hometown. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah crazy, bro. He's a he's a heavyweight, like a big big heavyweight muscle, pure muscle, but he moved like a flyweight. Mm. The dangerous, the deadly man, deadly, scary motherfucker. One day, we have a guy too, Batman Omega. Uh, he 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 he's a military guy. He's in the pretty tough guy, real tough. He's finally, I think he's final PFL now, if I'm not mistaken. Heavyweight, black dude. He just thought he was arrested. That Glenn brought him in heavyweight. He was helping a lot on Rashad. Oh, we got a fat man walking in. <laughs> What's up, bro? Hello, man. <laughs> Look at this guy showing Sorry, up I'm late. Late. Unbelievable. Running on Cahill time, I guess. <laughs> we already made the Cahill yeah, joke. It's all right. It's all right. We'll forgive you. I think that's back. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There we go. We got you now. He's a vet. Clayton Lee, ladies and gentlemen, fashionably late. When you're fighting for the 247 title, you can just show up whenever you want, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Unbelievable hoot. Unbelievable. Dog. Here, pull that. Pull that bad boy closer. My mom was you. actually texting me, where are you? <laughs> I said, mom, please. When mom gets mad at you, that's when you know it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rushad Jordan Mains. He was on Sprawl too. He commented, said that young man missed a couple gems. You did. You missed some good stories already, Hoot. You're missing out. And then Bobby Murda. Do you know Bobby Murda, Danila? Ferdaz Naimi. He's a two and O pro fighter from he trains at the Map Factory. But he commented and said, most underrated coach in PA. The man is full of history. Talking about you. I appreciate so, Some respect from Bobby Murda there. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, and honestly, I, I want to expand on that while we're while we're story time. Finish your story first about Guto, because I feel like you were going somewhere with that. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I was running practice that day. There was a big fight. All coaches were out. I was running practice, and then I was inside the cage. And you know, we got when you're locked in, you cannot unlock from inside. Mm -hmm. So I was helping some guys, and then I see Guto, and then Coach Jason. There was a boxing coach was training uh batman the black dude put him and guto to train together to spar and i look at it, i was like oh man that's not good because you know man you like some people i you know them already mm -hmm. and then i look mm -hmm. at it and then uh batman start learning how to box and then coach box, boxing coach is like go go throw hands and then guto just playing play, and he throw boom i have you on and i'm looking at oh my oh my god man he touched it Go to step back, three jumps, boom, spinning heel kick, pow, oh, right in the head, man. Oh my god! My god, that was so ugly to see, man. The kid turn around, land face down the ground. I jump out of the fence because there was no bite to open the cage. <laughs> I jump out of the fence. I run over when I got in there. He was laying down, belly down. Oh, that's awful. And blood coming out of his ears, bro. I never see that before. This looks like a murder ear. scene. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good to walk away. Like nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Get away. out of here. I'm, no, he just walked away. I'm like, what do I do? Who do I call now? My God, man. Should I call the office? Should I that's call 911? That's what I'm saying. Do you call for then, medical then support? I move, I move him a little bit. And then I was like, but took his mouthpiece off, keeping belly down. He woke up. I'm like, bro, you all right? And then and, the, and then we realized there was a cut. Okay, good. Good. On his ears. Yeah. That wasn't coming. It wasn't from, brain fluid. No, yeah, that's God, good. That's terrifying, man. <laughs> that's, that's why I tell these kids, man. How many times you see people getting knocked down the gym? Headshots. We can't. Doesn't happen. No. That's man. good. I don't like I don't allow that to happen, bro. We gotta save the bite to war. 
Yeah. That's, and then we go for broke. No problem. Do you think being at the Black Zillions taught you that? Is yes. that where you learned, like, that's not the way to do it? Let me tell you, but look, imagine you spar with Bigfoot Silva, Tyrone Spawn, <laughs> yeah. Guto, Alistair Overeem, Rashad, Todd Duffy from ATT, Minotaro, yeah. Irona, all these dudes, bro, going, people going hard, going hard, people going hard. How many, how many times, bro? How many times I got punched in my head? Too many. I'm like, way too many. I don't want that for them, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I pay the price, and I hopefully I don't have complications in the future. So I, I want to avoid this for these kids. Yeah. He's goofy enough without brain damage, man. Right. <laughs> dude, what was – who texted me a picture with a freaking possum? Oh, yeah. Did you really – was that real? Yeah. That wasn't Photoshopped? No. Why no. did you have a possum? I So I ran – we were – riding around and i was leaving my house to go to my buddy's uh shop so i grabbed it and then i let it loose in his shop and then he had about had a heart attack whenever he found it he didn't believe me that i actually let it loose in there but he found it then was are they i've never been a like i've seen them on the road and stuff but i've never picked one up or been super close are they aggressive what are they like i mean they'll bite you if you hold still in front of them i guess but you just run up to him and grab them they're not very smart he's crazy bro. did he send that to you the possum? The other day, he sent me a picture eating a heart. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of heart was it? Animal heart, man. What? A raw deer. Deer heart? Mm -hmm. That's Why you do that, bro? Pure nutrients right there. Yeah, it's <laughs> sick in the head. <laughs> it's a little sick. He's a little sick in the head. We were talking about Danilo wants to come visit Somerset County sometime yeah. and go shooting. Mm -hmm. We got to make that happen for Close sure. Up, That's the crossover we need. <laughs> insane but dude how you feeling you look like you're pretty much on weight already dude yeah my weight's good yeah uh, i can tell feel good i'm in pretty good shape and then we're just me and evan at mma practice sharpening stuff up muay thai practice with coach mikey uncle jeff just helping me with my strike and stuff like that we're gonna be ready to go prepared love it I, I wanted to Bobby Murder's comment saying you're the most underrated coach in Pittsburgh. I want to throw a little love to Coach Mikey too because he might be one of the most underrated. Also, everybody from Indio I talk to says he's like the secret weapon, but nobody like I don't know much about him ever. I see him at events and that's pretty much it. Bro, I'll tell you something crazy about Mike. Mike was an athlete, right? He was a, he he went to Pete with uh uh, uh how you call it? like track track. Mm. Uh, he ran for them. He he's a physical therapist. He mm. you know, he has a nice job, mm -hmm. but he works a lot with the team as far as coaching. Yeah, you know he does the conditioning training for the guys, help them, and, and Mike does a tremendous job. Mike was Uncle Jeff's student. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, Uncle Jeff used to fight too back in the day. He, he, he came. From, yeah, he's from Philippines. Okay. Yeah, he fought. He wasn't that big all the time. He used to be. <laughs> he wasn't that yeah, big man. all the time. Yeah, but dude, if you if you spar with that guy, you want to be impressed. I'm no, sure. Like, did you ever spar coach? Just like some clinch stuff, and he throws me on my head. Sounds right. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man, you look that big like Teddy Bear. He bad boy, bro. <laughs> what's his, uh, what's he called? Panda Muay Thai? Iron Panda. Iron Panda. I almost had it. He bad boy. We had uh, a big 247 and indio fan tj timbo Moore. i don't know if you guys know him from the yeah, gym, he used to train the gym man. yeah gotta come back he he checked in he said the big dog mm -hmm. yeah dude he he loves what you guys do and loves 247 he's a huge supporter of everything so tj's That's the great. man bobby murda has a question he said how did danilo end up in pennsylvania bro that's a fun story <laughs> like 
I, like people, believe, some people believe in God, some people don't. I do like a lot, you know, mm -hmm. like when I came here, like the reason why I came here was because there was a project that they were building up that they went to the Black Zealands for after the Black Zealands. They want to bring the Black Zealands to Pittsburgh. Mm. That was the idea. So then this guy, Fred, came in the gym three times. He flew to, to, to Florida three times to talk to Glenn. Glenn was always avoiding him. Daniel, go. <laughs> go do him. Oh my awesome. shit, what do I do? Spend the whole day with that guy, bro. Take him to the gym. Yeah. He was a nice guy and everything. But uh I didn't know the guy. But I I did that a couple times. And then then he started pressuring Glenn about it. Glenn's like, hey. Make no sense. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I have two teams, one Pittsburgh, one here. And then they were building like a huge project that mm -hmm. was like a $200 million project. Yeah. Like huge facilities and whatever. And then they wanted to have the Black Zealand in the in the facility running MMA practice. That was a great project. But and then I came to Pittsburgh. No, and then they invited me to come to Pittsburgh to do seminars. I came to Pittsburgh. I did a seminar in Cranberry hmm. and one in Crafton. Okay. For for any particular gym or was it was it just... a well, gym that they knew was was a, a, a taekwondo gym okay. called Zem Karate the Karate Zen gotcha. I don't know. yeah I'm not sure Robert yeah. Zeng nice guy okay. in Cranberry and uh, it was pretty nice it was a lot of people actually nice and uh, and then when I was leaving they said hey, Daniel why don't you take over the project here I'm like bro you're crazy I don't have that kind of money like, <laughs> yeah right you're crazy <laughs> that's a work, ridiculous yeah. He's like, no, we financed you. I'm like, interesting. No, man. Talk to Glenn. Say, no, you talk to Glenn. Say, if he doesn't want, we tell them we offer to you. Oh, my fuck. Now you put me in a bad spot. Yeah, yeah. And then I flew back and say, Glenn, listen, man, this what's up. The guy's offering me to take over the project. If you don't want it, do you want it? Do you, you don't want it? What's up? He's like, no, bro, you can take it. You want to move to Pittsburgh? Mm. And I'm like, it's because you're going to have to move. Yeah. Oh my shit, that's right. <laughs> so then we kind of keep that in there. And then Black Zine start going bad. Mm -hmm. Start going bad. And then payroll start getting behind. And then, you know what I mean? You credit yeah. card start getting on top of each other. Ugh. And then, Mike, you know, I'm going crazy and say, Glenn, I see Glenn firing people. Say, Glenn, do you want me to find a job, bro? I can find a job, bro. He's like, no, you're my son, you're my son, my Glenn. Glenn, let me know, bro. And then he was sick and shit. We were worried about his wife, his life. Like he was like, yeah. he was really sick. And I ended up coming here to Pittsburgh because I like I couldn't work with Glenn anymore. We ended up getting a, in an argument. And then I moved to Pittsburgh. No, and then they invited me to come to Pittsburgh. I was gonna work in Cranberry, mm -hmm. teaching in that gym that I was seminar. That yeah. a seminar. And another one in Crafton. Okay. So okay, I teach two, you know, three times a week each each day in each place, and that's good. And mm -hmm. uh, can still have time to teach private, train if I want. And bro, I moved, sold my cars, just geese, geese away. I give about eight to ten geese away. I give up, like start giving up to my friends, equipment. <clears throat> And then we moved. What year was this? Just for people, for context. 
six years ago. Okay, yeah. I was on it pretty recently. Years ago. Yeah. yeah. And then I moved. Don't we move, bro? We call like, and then that guy who brought me here was Fred, his name. And then I'm trying to call him. We moved, bro. Nothing in the house. We went to Walmart. We bought little some pants. We bought some stuff, air mattress. Crazy. Me and my son, my wife. No, no winter clothes. No, that was that was a nightmare. But I went That's through hell. I went bad. through hell, bro. To you, I'll tell you that. And then I, and then we, I said, I said, dude, listen. And then we tried to talk to the guy, and the guy disappeared, bro. Mm-hmm. Two days later, that I'm in peace, bro. He disappeared. Unreal. And then I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, yeah. Shit. And then I talked to me, my wife, and said, Bianca, I have twelve grand left on my pocket. That's all I had. And I said, Bianca, what we gonna do, man? This guy. And then I called the other partner that I didn't really knew the guy. I knew, but I didn't knew. Mm-hmm. So I always deal with this guy, Fred. So I called the other guy, Jeremy, which is my friend now. Great. I said, Jeremy, what's up, bro? This guy, he's not answering. He said, man, we're trying to get him arrested. He stole over $250,000 out of us. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Unbelievable. I'm like, what about me, bro? He said, man, sorry, there's not much we're going to be able to do. <sighs> Oh my my God! So dude. basically, they said, "Good luck, figure it out." Uh, he would help me, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he right. Let me, what let he me could hang. do, but he couldn't yeah. do much. You know well. what I mean? I understand. It wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. It was the other guy's fault. And I, I told my wife, "We're gonna have to open up a, a, a school now." And she like, "We don't have money." I'm like, "We figure it out, man." And then I, we, the first place that I went was that one that I saw mm-hmm. that I have it, but it was right in the corner. It was just a third of what it is. Yeah. And then I look it through the window. It was all dirty. And my wife was inside the truck, was was cold. And she like, and I go back inside, it's like, no, it's too small. And she like, we're taking. I'm like, it's too small. You didn't even look inside. And she like, we're taking. There was a sign right here for lease with a telephone number. And she called them, we're taking. And I'm looking at her, my brother, she didn't even look inside. And then the sign. The the wind, the wind blow, turn the sign back. It's God. Call him. We take him. <laughs> I called. Guy came down. Awesome. Showed me. Next day I came checks. Boom, 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 and that was it. We opened the gym. That's crazy. That's why we came to Pittsburgh. You know, that's the, that that's the, the 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 history. I didn't move to Pittsburgh to open up Angel Dojo, bro. Yeah, that was yeah. never my plan. You know what I mean? But it happened. Thank God it happened for the good. Now, like looking at it, like, well, like sometimes, bro, it's depressive here, man. This place is depressive. Like, sure. for me, I come back, though, it's different. Yeah. Right? Different. Absolutely. And then you look around, but then you like realize how many lives you're changing, how many lives you're touching. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like directly, indirectly. Because that's what I tell people say, listen, if I, ha- if I touch your kid's life, if I can't help your kid somehow, I'm going to help your kid. I'm gonna help the mom, dad, the brothers, everybody around. It's gonna make everybody's lives better, you know. So then, when I see that, how many people, like, how grateful the students are, to, like, for us? Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm happy here. Yeah, you know? no doubt. That's yeah. what I was gonna ask you. <laughs> Do you ever feel winter before you were in Pittsburgh? Because not like here, man. Yeah, I was gonna place, say it had to be new, right? No, it's sad, man. <laughs> like sad, cold. It is. Man. It is. But you know, but tough it up. But I'm out there cleaning my snow. You know? Doing what I have to nice. do, and it is what it is. What can I do? Be yeah, I ain't complain. That's what I tell my friends. My friends, I'm like, man, you crazy? How you move to the sticks? You're in the middle of the snow. And my brother, 
When is sunny out there? The beach pay your bills? No, right? <laughs> there's no pay my bills, bro. When is it snowy outside? My gym is packed. Yeah. Guess what? There's yep. no pay my bills. For sure. That's a good way to look at it. What What did you know about Pittsburgh before you moved here? Did you know anything about it? I came about one time for, okay. a, for a seminar, like I said. Yeah, yeah. And then I brought my wife and the kid, and we look around, but Stan Robinson in the little town. Yeah, yeah. One that the little and like, incline my my wife she she's a warrior you know and thank god i have her if it wasn't for my wife i wouldn't be here the, the dojo wouldn't be here you know? know so it's like people say oh you're great i say, but it's 50 50. yeah that's what it takes man that's what it takes and then you get kids like this coming in mm -hmm. carrying the flag how was working with danilo right off the bat who because again obviously he's very different than the coaches that you probably had growing up in wrestling and everything so what was his style like at first? What was getting used to being at India like? Uh, well, it, like his style of coaching, like when he pushes us and stuff is what we're used to. Mm -hmm. Like he'll always push you hard or he just knows the right thing to say when we're doing like the bands or something. And he'll be like, are you breaking? And you're like, no. <laughs> and then, you know, your tongue's hanging out and you feel like you're dying or sometimes if you're dragging ass real bad he'll tell you to like take five take a break stuff like that i just like his whole approach and he's my only mma coach that i've had so i don't really know anything else which is good yeah well it seems to be working out all right yeah. obviously the whole team is very successful yeah. in competition so what's it like being around that room in general working with those guys evan good Burrs. yeah evan and burrs all the guys ethan and muay thai everybody uh evan works really hard and he's getting so much better at being a smooth training partner whenever i first started coming evan was not as like smooth when it came to drilling and he'd hit you too hard whenever you're just drilling stuff but he got a lot better because he just works so hard all the time and then same with burrs he's a great partner too and then he'll push you really hard especially at burrs the, a dog man yeah he's so tough and then like at the muay thai sparring and stuff he if you're struggling he won't just like give you a break he's gonna push you the whole time mm -hmm. burns actually fighting one night before him mm -hmm. nice we're at and lfa oh, it will be burns nice. uh versus he's gonna fight a brazilian guy a real tall six fourth rest uh kickboxer wow so burns versus a brazilian guy that i forgot the name and hope mm -hmm. is fighting a girl from canada that I, I don't remember the name too. nice we gotta we gotta get those fights might yeah, be like during yeah yeah, we're definitely gonna have to find a way to watch those. That's a that's great. I didn't know Ken was on that card too. I think so. it would be a good match for Ken because he's in wrestling season right now. He's a wrestling coach at the the university. Sure. So he's been wrestling a lot with the kids. So I think that's gonna be a perfect timing for this, you know, uh, uh, for this fight. That's awesome. We this is a fight that we need to take to the ground, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Is it still amateur? Or is he going no, pro? Bro, he's going pro. Ken Burr is going pro. You heard it here first that's awesome nice dude though that team's just blowing up mm -hmm. so who what's your your trajectory looking like obviously you got a title fight coming up that's mm -hmm. pretty important did you expect this did you plan for a title fight had did was a title ever a goal of yours uh not really my goal was just to win it honestly doesn't even feel like a title fight it feels just like a normal fight and then as far as like what's next is whatever him and the other guys want to do it's i'll do whatever you know yeah well i mean that's a good way to do it his advice hasn't yeah. led any of you guys wrong yet mm -hmm. <laughs> but what's it like being you know it's a small smaller team mm -hmm. than 
you know, a stout or somebody like that that has just a crazy competition roster. So what's that like for you guys navigating a smudge? I'll just ask Hoop first, I guess. Do you get used to training with the same couple people or do yeah. you feel like does that work for you? Or? Yeah, it works yeah. for me. That's, I like it like that, you know. We're not dealing with, going with a bunch of different guys. or I, I trust all my partners that they're not going to do something or try to hurt me. Or And I know when we're drilling, just they're going to be careful, stuff like that. Like none of us get injured. We all stay healthy. We don't get mad in sparring and end up trying to hit each other hard in the head or kick each other in the head and stuff like that. We're all just we're pretty measured and it just works real good. Nice. And you're all around the same weight, too, which mm -hmm. I thought was interesting. Like you did fight at 170 against Walters. And then what was your second fight? 160 It was like yeah. a catch weight, right? Yeah. And now obviously at 155. But yeah, that's that's interesting too because we've we've talked like just among us. Obviously, it's never going to happen. We're like all three of those guys. You could mix up Burrs, Evan, and Hoot. Mix match them. It's a good matchup, no matter how you put them. Like that has to be good rounds. You oh, know what nice. I mean? Firework. Yeah. Firework. Yeah, I can imagine. What's it like for you, Danilo, having a small roster to work with in terms of MMA competition? Does that is that good for you? You can like focus more time and energy on each individual, or how do you structure the? The I, work. I absolutely love the fact that we are a small team. Mm -hmm. I told them I don't want people to come for the team to come training here. I don't want that. I had people reaching out before. Sure. Yeah, come train, but I don't want them in here. Why? Because I look at this guy. Do you already know what I'm what I'm trying to say? Just the way I look at him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know him. I know like I know we, we know each other. It's a small environment. You know, we not compete against each other. I give the, the, the American top team example to them all the time. Great team, bro. But used to be a team. American used to be an American top team. Mm -hmm. Now, in my opinion, it's American top training center. Yeah, right. You know, because, like, how are they going to fight each other, bro? Mm -hmm. Imagine you're fighting Burns. Yeah. Might you imagine you fight like you can I can't even visualize that, you know, like fighting my 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 teammate. So that's why I, I think that that the, the appealing to have a small team is much, much better. You see, for example, Amanda Nunes, Brazilian mm -hmm. girl. Yep. Where is that? Where is she? She was at American Top Team. Where Did she, she just leave? She I now? forget. Yeah, she left. Yeah. She had a small warehouse now. Yeah. And that's it. Four or five people come out. Where Kamaru train in Colorado? Yeah, with who? I forgot he went to Colorado. And he trained with who? Gaethje. Gaethje, yeah. Small team, eight guys, eight guys. In that the is room. a small team, yeah. There's eight guys in the room, bro. No, That's you don't interesting. Need more than that, bro. like you know what I mean? It's like stuffing sausage, man. It's all kind of like trash people and stuff. No, not on my dojo, bro. You know what I mean? I want my students. I don't want people that come to train with me. Mm -hmm. I want my students, I want to build my guys. You know what I mean? Get this guy like a white belt making one day he's going to be a blue belt, going to be a tough blue belt. One day he's going to be a tough purple belt. One day, no rushing, bro. Because we see it, right? You know what I mean? Like you see, man. Sometimes some people come in the gym and you see the like people are visiting. You see, like, we're doing good, man. I'm, I don't want to talk back, talk bad, talk good, talk, you know, just let, like uh, talk good about uh, uh, the quality of the team. Mm -hmm. But we see it, man. Sometimes yeah. people visit you, look at like you're like, oh man, oh we got some tough white belts here, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. We got a white belt in the gym, but it's not a reg like a regular white belt, Andy. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Right. Yeah, Andy's tough. What's his? Is he the wrestling? Yeah, is he have a pit? Yeah. Pit? Okay. Yeah, bro, I remember you tough, telling me bro. about him. But he's not just tough wrestling, bro. 
Tough. He learning jujitsu, man. Yeah, that's beautiful, bro. Yeah, because the transition, like to get a guy like that, that's high level wrestler, and make him learn jujitsu, mm -hmm. it's so hard because they so deep wrestling, so deep on them, bro, so deep. And then my that's why like he was smashing everybody. I say, Andy, bro, you're gonna learn how to smash everybody, but once your back's on the ground, you're gonna learn nothing, bro. Start start doing guard, bro. Play guard now. Just mm -hmm. guard. That's all he does now. Nice. Bro, he's got his boo, man. <laughs> I'm excited for him. What do you think about the wrestling in this area? That's gotta be a gold mine for you, right? It, it, it is amazing, man. Like I, I I really respect wrestling like a lot. You know, it's uh, I thank God I had great coaches. In my life, I had uh, uh, coach Kenny Monday wrestling. Wow, coach, high level. That's a legend right there. Yeah, you know I mean, I learned from him for a long time. I learned from Daryl Goller, another American dude that was an American, beat Randy Couture. He was my first uh, wrestling coach. He was in Brazil back in the days at Brazilian top team. Mm. He was a um, Murilo, uh, coach uh, Mario Minotaur, all those guys. He used, to, he was our coach at the team. Nice. So I respect wrestling a lot because I know how hard those guys work. And, you know, when you see real stuff, you, you, you appreciate, you know? Absolutely. And I'm sure any hardcore fans listening recognize a lot of those names you just said. But for further context, aren't you your Minotaur's godson? Uh, that's not like in the church, like, okay. in, in, in like the godson in Brazil say padrinho is like when that guy kind of like puts you under the wing, Got it. you know what I mean? Got it. Cause I was. I helped I helped them train. I was kind of like a, a dummy for them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was a dummy. He got look, he 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 got my first, my second, and my third fight. He nice. helped me on the beginning of my career. That's why we call Padrino, the guy who who took care of you. Got you know it. what I mean? It's kind of like we call that yeah. like a mentor here or something yeah, like yeah, that. Same thing, same got thing. It. You know, like dude, I respect that guy so much, like so, nothing but love. Yeah. You know, I went to Japan with them six times for 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 pride can you imagine how many no nice <laughs> things you see here, bro? like amazing what an experience amazing what was a pride event like being there amazing bro. not how many that, like in a giant stadium right a giant state make <gasps> tens UFC of thousands of like people peanuts, yeah right make you see like peanuts how's that possible amazing amazing what ha what do you Japanese think happened fans, they're amazing man yeah oh, that was mafia problem because they okay. Because Yakuza, that's what I heard. You know what I mean? I'm lost. Yeah. Allegedly, people. Allegedly. Yes. yes. <laughs> that Yakuza have something to do with them, and the TV kind of didn't want to have their name attached to the Yakuza. Got it. Got it. Got it. Deal. That's what I understood. Makes I'm not sense. Sure if it's true or not. Makes sense. All that history, who? What's it feel like being in that gym, knowing that that's the lineage that this guy brings to the table? Good. <laughs> just good really good that's awesome <laughs> really good we got a all right let me see we got a question i need to digest this one before i ask it all right jared billy says ask danilo this question for me i was always curious as is my brother did he get the word indio from the choctaw indian word indian what does where does the name indio come from In indio means indian yeah okay my dad my dad uh my grandma my dad's mom she was a native Indian, like a Brazilian native Indian. Wow. And my dad, when my dad started fighting, uh, there was the president that he named him India because he was a fight. He looked like a native Indian, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. dark, dark brown skin, like, like uh, 
how do you say like nice hair and start calling him india and that's what it means that's cool yeah did and I, actually i changed my name when i became citizen my name i changed my name now my name is danilo indio Villafort. that's your real legal yeah, name to, now yeah, yeah, my <laughs> real legal name. that's great yeah what was it before like what were you born as andrade danilo andrade Villafort silva that's this most brazilian name i think i've ever heard <laughs> that's I, awesome that's why i tried to chop it down a little bit you <laughs> yeah, know yeah dude that's great well there you go jared billy the question is answered now he can rest easy knowing that that's where it comes from who we got to talk about february 24th bro okay how you feeling good <laughs> dude, this is the best <laughs> the best version of hoot ever yeah. good good but what about cowboy eddie specifically what is exciting about this matchup for you uh he's gonna be the toughest guy i fought so far you know he has he's athletic you know he has good hands he's wrestling everybody and i think that's a good test for me because i think i'm good at all those things too and it'll just be a really fun fight did you think this fight was going to happen yeah like you kind of had your eye on it yes. already mm -hmm. from because you guys fought on the same card right bibby 16 you guys were in on april yeah. i just knew down the line because yeah. i knew he was going to win mm -hmm. and i just knew we'd see each other down the line yeah what do you think about the whole dynamic of it's no secret that you pull the biggest crowd of any you were the ammy mvp again you pull a ridiculous crowd for your fights and so does he mm -hmm. what do you expect in the environment to be like oh god i don't know i bet when i walk out people are gonna be going crazy good and bad <laughs> same for him it'll probably be riots and shit out in the crowd i don't know i have no idea what to expect there It'll will be crazy don't even say that yeah, there will not, not be riots out in the crowd all right we got we honestly this is real real facts we hired extra security for this show just you because of to. you guys just yeah. because of you two so dude it is it's going to be pretty mm -hmm. insane but i do want to talk about your crowd and your support in general did you were you surprised when you started fighting how many people came to watch you fight little bit yeah but uh yeah i was i was surprised but uh i don't know it's hard to say i didn't expect that many people to go to the first one like mm -hmm. so many people came and i was like damn all these people must like me or <laughs> want to watch me get beat up or something you know <laughs> doesn't matter why they yeah, buy doesn't ticket. Matter yeah. Why. But yeah i'm super grateful that i have all these people support me and stuff like that shout out to my big cousin craig he lets me stay at his house. He has like a little apartment type thing above his garage. So I've been able to stay so I can uh, you, train Craig. more with Danilo. We're going to send another seven guys to sleep in there. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Craig. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But I did want to add for you, because people watching this show probably know where you're from and know about you. But it's really rare that somebody not in Pittsburgh sells as well as you do. Mm -hmm. You know, like the farther away from Pittsburgh, the worse the sales get for very obvious reasons. So it's surprising to me, at least, that people travel too. Mm -hmm. Like, do they do they talk to you about that? Like, are they wanting you to fight closer to home? But obviously, there's no. They option, well, they just really. want me to win. They, okay. I, I was told right. you better win. I'm coming all the way out there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Does it add any real pressure? Or is no. it just a joke? Okay. No, yeah. no. Yeah, just making sure. No matter whatever what happens, uh, they they're gonna like me the same. Dude, that I was telling him after his last fight. I said, "Who? I wish I was like you when I was fighting, bro." Because I, when I was in the locker room, bro, I was ready to kill. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. ready to kill. Like, aggressive. Like, 
ready to go nervous anxiety how like a you know this kid is really like good <laughs> good and you're ready yeah, really man. good hey, let's go one more I'm like, bro, it looks like he's going to Walmart to yeah, buy some dog crazy. food, you know? It's crazy. Like, I'm like, bro, I wish I was like that. And you probably need a lot of dog food at Walmart, don't Tractor you? Tractor supply, yeah. Tractor supply I guy. I stock yeah. in the company. You the should. dog food that I buy. So for people who don't know, actually, just tell the good people what kind of operation you're running out there. I sell bulldogs. Do you have any for sale right now? Not Well, yeah, I have two for sale. They're two lilac and tan fluffies, and I just had a litter of five. Uh, fluffies fluffies yeah is that where the the fluffy yes. nickname came from okay mm -hmm. but he's fluffy too yeah. yeah dude he's fluffy you're not so fluffy right now though mm -hmm. you're looking trim dude mm -hmm. looking very trim what do you think you weigh like right now can't tell you it's a secret i was trying I'm to get it out of you have a scale here waiting i was trying for to me. get it out of you i've heard some tales of danilo being ruthless with the scale yeah <laughs> but when you've got brad Bro, and strip you know how bad meets, it looks like somebody missed weight Oh yeah, it's it doesn't a bad look. look bad for him only, bro. He hits everybody. It's you too. You know yeah. I mean, like yeah. I hate. I never miss you with my life. Judo, jujitsu, grappling, MMA, never un unacceptable. You accept the challenge. You gotta take the challenge all the way. You know, so I don't like that. I'm on top. I couldn't as agree far more. As I can. It bothers me. It really does. It's oh, like my man. pet peeve is when people miss weight. For sure. I ain't gonna miss weight. It's just dedicate. Like it's commitment, dedication. Well, yeah. you signed because you wanted. Yeah. Nobody forced you to sign that deal. You ask for it, you give. That's why I tell them. What did I tell you before your fight? Your first fight. Careful. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> Careful what nervous. you wish for. <laughs> I was excited to go out there and he's like, hey, careful what you wish for. Like, what? <laughs> That's great. Great yeah. words before you go in the cage for yeah, the first man. time. You ask you That's everybody awesome. want to be a fight until they have to fight, man. Until they're locked in, they Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, my man. Yeah. If you're not ready, bro, that's what I tell them. If you're not ready, you're going to be thinking. <gasps> I'm not ready. If you're ready, you're going to be like, let's go. Yep. Let yep. him come. Let's go. Let's have fun. Dude, you had to be ready in your debut. That was a tough fight. Yeah. So I'll tell you a little bit about that. I uh, I thought that it, I've never, like, I thought in my head that this is, it's going to be like, it's, I'm just going to go out there like I do in sparring, you know, hit all this stuff. And then he cracked me right away and i was thinking in my head because he hit me and then my legs started wobbling i was like no -uh. this is not gonna happen right now and then first round was rough but then i was able to come back i got my shit together he was screaming at me in the corner a bunch of stuff i didn't understand <laughs> and a bunch uh, of stuff i didn't understand. i was i was ready for round two and three but round one i I needed that little wake up call there. Mm -hmm. But now obviously Evan's fighting him on February yeah. 24th. Did you guys know Dan was going to be that good before you fought him? Or was it kind of like surprising the level he was at? Um, I don't know. Man, ain't no fools out there, bro. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Ain't no fools out there no more. Like everybody's training. Yeah. If you're not training, that's you. You're the fool. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. That's a perfect way to put it. But yeah, we... Dan's a great fighter. Like we're crazy excited about that matchup with right. Evan. That'll be a really good fight. Yeah. Had that is one that I've had, and these guys know. I've talked about that fight since I saw both of them fight the first time. Like at some point, Evan and Dan got a fight. Like that's a can't you can't go wrong with that matchup. They both walk forward. Mm -hmm. They both got great hands. Walk yeah, forward, super a lot smooth. Every yeah, time they go out there. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, this oh. one's gonna put a goose for. No, oh, dude, watch. I'm I'm pretty hyped. I'm not going to ask you specifically any game plan type things, but I do want to ask 
are you opening the fight with a spinning kick again? Um, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jeff will have a heart attack. I, there after the rules meeting, we were sitting there, and I told him before my last fight, I said, I'm only throwing spinning shit. I'm only throwing jumping shit. And he's just shaking his head. And Uncle Jeff's like, you are going to give me a heart attack. Yeah. And then I had no rest until I got to open up with that jumping teep. And what happened? I got hit with a right hand and it knocked me down. So I'm going to be a little bit more measured this time. Yeah. I heard the team was very excited about you opening with a jumping kick. Right? Yeah. Well, I just <laughs> wouldn't quit bringing it up. And then eventually awesome. coach is like, whatever, you know. I, I am glad you said it, though, because Trapper did crack you with a hard right to mm -hmm. start. Was that just because of the jumping kick did you well, feel a little i did that jumping kick and my hands were completely down and uh i was off balance too but it was a good right hand too yeah and then kind of woke you up it seemed like a little mm -hmm. bit kind of like the dan walters fight yep. then yeah sometimes who just needs to be hit to be yeah, reminded my dad says won't you move your head out of the way you know instead of getting hit right away in the first 10 seconds I mean, not getting hit's a pretty good idea in yeah. general. In general, that's a nice. solid game plan. Yeah. Don't get hit. What do you think about that finish against Trapper in general? Because we don't see many TKOs to the body like that. Pretty. Oh, it was awesome. Did you like want to finish it that man, way? Yeah, I feel bad yeah. for that guy, man. Poor guy. Yeah, he got pretty injured. He's doing he good hurt. now. He's he doing hurt, good. Bro. Yeah, he got hurt for sure. Wait till these kids start throwing bombs in the head now. And that's where I was definitely going next. What? How excited are you about ground and pound potential? Pretty excited. That's interesting to me. Imagine if that fight had ground and pound. Had. Yeah, no. Imagine yeah. if it was three minutes. Yeah. Imagine if Burns' fight was ground and pound. Had. I Imagine know. Imagine if it was three minutes. First one, first, first round two kill. Yeah, that that fight was so good. I think. I respect. Tough fight. Yeah. Tough fight. Yeah, Burns. Burst the rules the rules, the rules can can change the direction of the oh fight. for sure big time yeah we talked about it quite a few times i think it's cool that it happened under novice rules because then it did play out the way it did it would have been a much shorter fight probably with more advanced rules it wouldn't have been the crazy back and forth like okay, fight of the first year. round yeah dude burrs has hands for he sure does. i actually just rewatched that fight and man he that counter up against the cage is that's vicious. <laughs> I don't know how Lito ate that. I think at that time, he wasn't doing so much wrestling, too. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. He was just focused on kickboxing. He was doing a lot of kickboxing fights. And now he's doing a lot of wrestling, mm -hmm. which will be important for this fight because he's finding a kickboxer. Right. And he's going to need to take this guy down. You know what I mean? That's for the sure. game plan. Drag him down and, and get him tired and finish him. You know? Yeah. You kind of just answered it, but I always think that's interesting when you talk about game plans. Is it is it like a hard game plan or is it just more like this is what we would prefer to do but feel it out? Like usually we the 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 way the the opponent fights, you know, kind of dictate how we we want to play too. We always want to do what we do best, but you got to pay attention to what the other guy has to offer so you don't get surprised. Right. You know, but like it, it's hard to to sustain a game playing in the fight, you know, especially on the beginning of the career when they, they're still learning how mm -hmm. to compete, how to stay on track with your game playing, step on the same side, make him walk to the right direction, put his wall on the corner, right time to shoot. There's a lot of shit involved. It's a lot of calculations that happen in this split of a second, man, that if you make a wrong 
man, a uh, wrong like at the wrong timing, you're gonna get paid. You're gonna get caught. You're gonna pay. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's what I tell people. Like MMA is super ultra complex. Ultra complex. It's too many uh, uh, variants. Happening. Yeah. You know, there's the fight variant. What happens inside the fight between the, the the styles? There's like metal. How that guy it is metal for that fight? Is he there? Is he not there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How is his physical? You know what I mean? How is his body? Is he is he dehydrated? Is he not hydrated? There's so much like involved that you know, like as they learn how to compete and they learn how to close those little gaps, that increase their chance to win fights. Sure. How how have you navigated all those variables? Who we're talking nutrition oh, ev- from all no, from all st- dude hang on i i know for sure you at least eat some strip district meats prime new york strips because mm-hmm. you got that whole loin did you actually eat any of those or did your dad eat them all no i ate them all okay good just making sure that you got but to as at far least as enjoy this goes usually <laughs> like uh wake up two cans of vienna sausages you know and uh <laughs> two cans of fianna sausages i don't know well he, i eat a lot of eggs now because good he told me good job always tells me not to screw it up screw up and to shut my mouth so i don't eat everything so i just i thought that's what that's you, guys, you already know how it tastes bro yeah yeah you already know how it tastes <laughs> nothing new <laughs> yeah so suck it up man <laughs> you know what i mean otherwise look the worst that's thing awesome. that can happen is you you'll be worried more worried about cutting weight yeah then how you gonna fight you yeah know what i mean can't it's have the that. worst thing that can happen you know focus on the fight mm-hmm. trapper harris actually commented too and said homie collapsed my lung man has hands so there you go trapper said it himself you collapsed his lung which is poor guy man. that's crazy man. that's a crazy injury from a body shot we got tony welsh watching yeah, live okay. now too now tony welsh the ghost tony welsh the ghost oh dang harsh dude tony Super good fighter, too. Mm-hmm. We liked him. Does he come around at all? He'd become a ghost. Okay. All right. I won't, I won't pry there. Wanted. You need to go back man. to the gym, Tony. Let's go. Let's Wanted, go. Let's do man. this thing. I had a question from one second. Let me pull this one up. This is for Hoot. The question is from user name Hoot Fan Forever, which is crazy, first of all. Why are you so freaking cool, and how can I be more like you? That's his mom. <laughs> That's his mom. I I don't know, man. You're born with it. Uh, I don't know how I'm so cool. You know, you just gotta have good hair like me. Gotta dress good like me. Thick legs. <laughs> yeah, gotta have thick fat legs. Girl legs. Yeah, like me. get them thick boys. And then, uh, how can you get like me? I don't know, man. You just gotta be me. I guess I don't know. You gotta, you gotta. You're just born with it. Yeah. Maybe he's born with it. Ten push-ups before bed, can of Vienna's when you wake up. That's a good dude. Ten push-ups before bed yeah. and a can of Vienna sausages when walk you wake around up. in your wrestling stance. <laughs> Please tell me you do that. When Sometimes. I was little, my dad would get up for work and he'd wake me up and then be like, "Show me your wrestling stance," and I'd be rubbing my eyes and half pissed and getting my stupid awesome. little wrestling stance and. That's awesome. Ethan, is this the the Ethan that trains Muay Thai at India? Ethan ben, Benteler? No. Oh, okay, no. All right, well, Ethan Benteler commented and said, I want to see someone square up. So I guess he wants you and Danilo to fight. I don't know, because I'm not fighting no. either one of you, that's for sure. Mm-mm. 
gotta get paid both to play. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Somebody else asked Caustic four one two is Clayton single? Asking for a no, friend. I am not. I have a adorable girlfriend. Sorry, bro. I think this is. A, let me Wait, see who this is asking. This is not, Caustic, yeah, sorry, Sinod. Um, oh, okay, you I know who that is. Must right. be interested on you. Yeah. That's sad. Hey, I mean, it's worth asking. Twenty twenty four, bro. Dude, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, you see sorry. that hair. Yep. I want to talk about the hair. You letting it grow? No, like what's going on here? No, I. Uh, my cousin Austin cuts my hair all the time. Really? Okay. Yeah. He knows how to cut hair. Yeah, that's why I look badass all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, Austin's a bad boy, bro. Yeah. I wish that kid could, could like really train. Yeah, that's. I was going to ask about him yeah, too. Yeah, drill last weekend. The weekend before that, it was he was on call for work. He's a probation officer, so he can't because there's always you know bad guys running around, violating parole or whatever. Sounds right. Or probation. Mm -hmm. And uh, the weekend before that, he was being wrestling coach, so he can't. So I wasn't able to get a hold of him for a fresh hairdo, and then he wasn't able to come up on Saturday to practice and stuff. Got it. But you're gonna have it for the fight, right? Deal, yeah. Fresh cut. Yep. You always got some kind of good fade going on. Mm -hmm. That's like all it. him, dude. You versus Eddie might be like a handsome battle too. Uh, handsome. Telling you what, dude. Uh, <laughs> the handsome title on the line. Man, I didn't know I was handsome. I mean, you got people asking you out on the live stream. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. They're all dudes, which is weird. <laughs> Whatever it takes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh, Austin for sure? I want to know more about Austin training because I've been intrigued. Do you think he's going to fight? or? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Sweet. What do you think, Danilo? Yeah, show up, bro. Show up. Dude, this is one thing that I always like about Danilo for sure. It's like if you're not in the gym, you're not fighting, no, period. No. Which he thinks it's awesome. When if there's a day that I wasn't that I don't go and I could I I could run a mountain and stuff, but if he didn't see it or if I wasn't there, which is good because it made me come here more right. and it made me get a lot better. Yeah, so. for sure. Danilo, you told a story one time at the gym. We were just kind of bullshitting, but I think you said growing up, like you would never miss a practice no matter what, and that dedication was just interesting to me because tell like. What were your training sessions like when you were growing up from the time? When did you start training? How old were you? I started when I was a little kid, but I wasn't really training. You yeah. Know, it was just for fun. Right. But when I was 13, I was fucking around and uh, <laughs> my a neighbor of mine, me and him were friends, and then we started smoking weed. Mm -hmm. And then... I his dad was a doctor and he kind of noticed and he hired a detective. Guy walk around, took pictures, and he called my house. Thank God my mom picked up the phone instead of my dad. Oh boy. Thank God. Yeah. And then my mom called my older brother Marcus and said, Listen, this is what happened. If you don't step up now, your brother is gonna be loose. Your dad's with the work. You know what I mean? My dad, bro. My I see my dad once a like one hour, 30 minutes, sometimes, you know, twice a week. Because like, he was like, mm -hmm. working, working, work. He show up at night, tired with a suit, have to help take, you know, socks off and shit. He was so tired. So I, my dad really, he wasn't with me, mm -hmm. like, all the time. Dude, just so you guys understand, every time I walk around, like, if I go party, go on the party, I had that guy with me, with suit. That's crazy. With the radio. With a gun, with a black car. Secret service everywhere. Everywhere I go. So then, but but they weren't with me in school. They didn't, you know what I mean, control. Like, 
but thank God my mom noticed that and, and called my brother and my brother took over. So then at that time, I was I had to do three sessions a day. My first session was six o'clock in the morning. So it was 5.45, my brother was downstairs waiting for me. And then it was seven, it was six o'clock to seven o'clock. Mm. 7.30, I was in school. I didn't do school. And then after that, four, five o'clock, lifting weight in the gym. Mm -hmm. Finish, jump in the bus, hour and a half ride to the poor and the city where the kids were tough. Hour and a half ride. No air conditioning. It's not like here in America. Bro. And then hour and a half training. So that was the third session of the day. And then one hour ride back because there was no traffic, so it's faster. I walk from the from the bus station to my house. Usually it's five minutes. Usually it take me fifteen minutes because I was just like, <laughs> I get home, this my food dead. was ready. My mom took care of me. Boom, boom. I eat it, sleep again, <laughs> again, again, again. And thank God, you know, my brother and my mom noticed that, and and my brother embraced and they helped me because that's why I tell people, what would be me like in Brazil with? Without without jujitsu, without judo, you know, right. what, I mean? what would be me? I would be crazy, bro. It's hard to like, say. That, that's why I decided to join the military really early. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I like in Brazil, when it was mandatory for you to 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 enlist. You gotta okay. go and enlist, and then they pick you if you want if they want you or if you're not. Mm. But I wanted to go because I wanted to be competing judo for the military. Got it. I never knew that. Yeah. That's a new. So I went to the, yes, yes. Yeah. So then I went to. I went to college. I passed the college for, to do rela international relationship just to tell my parents that I wasn't so stupid. So at least I made it to college, <laughs> but I'm going to the military. Mm -hmm. You know, because I didn't, I can't sit and read, man. It's not my thing. Yeah, not for you. Too much energy. Too much to do. That's crazy. So knowing that, that's your schedule as well. I'm glad you broke it down because that's when you said that. I just remember thinking that's the craziest training schedule. Like for a Three kid. times a day, bro. For a kid. 13 years old. To be dedicated. That's what I tell people. Oh, man. I said, bro, I train really hard since I'm 13, bro. I'm 40, bro. My body is like, my body is like a seven years old man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? How many, <laughs> how many jiu-jitsu competitions, judo competitions, MMA fights, MMA sessions? Oh my God, dude. That's why I tell the guys, you got really smart because everybody going to get old, bro. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take care of your body, bro, you're going to be a miserable old man. Do you still get the itch to compete at all? I do, bro, but I'm so busy with the gym. Yeah. Now we're expanding, you know, moving. And, and it's so much work. Like I love to, but every time they compete, I'm competing too. So sure. like, you know what I mean? It will have to be like something really special for me to, you know what I mean? It makes sense. Yeah. Like King of the Bird. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. I'd try. We got to plant that seed. That would be good. Yeah. Imagine. You never, you never know. You never know. It might that would be, be great, man. 10 grand, buy in. 10 grand, buy in. Winner takes all. I have seven years without taking a vacation. That'll be my first vacation. There you go. Where would you go? Where's vacation? Italy. Ooh, nice. That's a good pick. Spain. Nice. Where all have you lived? Just Brazil, Florida, and here, or no? Yeah, yeah, Brazil, Florida, here. But I've been around, you know. What I mean? Yeah, I've been around. I've been like that's the beauty of, of, of fighting or jujitsu. You know what I mean? At that level, Expand, yeah, you go all over. You go everywhere. Yeah. Bro. I've been Japan, Guam, uh, Spain, Paris, England, bunch of different places. That that's what I tell these kids, man. 
I tell them, I say, listen, man, I have a huge network. Mm-hmm. Thank God, that's priceless. Money can buy that. Go spend a week training with somebody. Mm-hmm. Learn, scrap, come back. Because we live in a health environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when you go for, like, for example, to a big team like that, it's not healthy. Bro. It's, it's very acid. Coaches don't like each other. You know what I mean? They fight, they're training people to fight in the same same environment. Their vibe is not cool, bro. You can feel. So that's what I was like. Go over there and use them, bro. Take advantage. Spend a week in there. Go scrap. Because you're going to have 10 fights in a week. Mm-hmm. 10 fights. You're going to fight 10 people. Everybody want to try to fight you. And then you come back, take something. And then your body heals. You don't have to live in that bad environment. So I tell these guys that like, we should travel more, more, yeah. more. But it's not okay, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna pick people up by the hand and gotta want it. Mm-hmm. Gotta want it. Dude, somebody just commented Hoot. I'm not sure who this is, but their name is Hoot Lee on here. So they changed their name to be Hoot Lee. And it just says, Tell Hoot to pick up all of his Vienna sausage cans on the back of my truck when he gets home. Is that your dad? Who would that be? Who uh, where are you putting your cans? My mother watching. Your mom. But yeah, I might have threw a can or two in the back of the uh, <laughs> the plow truck. A can or two, yeah. just one or two. Mm-hmm. Austin also commented just a little uh, like barbershop emoji. So he's ready to roll. He's mm-hmm. ready to get that hair on point. Yeah. What is this title fight February twenty fourth for the gym, Danilo? Is it important to you to cultivate champions, or what's your goal with your fighters? Is it getting them ready for pro careers? Like what? What is your goal as a coach with your fighters? My goal is to guide them to not make the mistakes that I made. It that's I really a big, a big help, you know, and, and and try to to help them as much as I can. If they want to become professionals, I'm here for you know. If they want to stay amateurs, I'm here for you know. I'm here to help them for, to do jujitsu, to do grappling. If they if they like the, that, they are. This is a different type of animal. Like there is very um, small amount of people like who. As far as the student, everybody else's lifestyle, you know what I mean? Like for like for them to see who competing and training with them, like it is it, special mm. when you get to train with somebody and you see that guy competing and you see that guy actually winning matches and eventually become a champ that motivates everybody else, too. And he understands that, you know, so that comes responsibility on, on, on that end. And, and and I think that that as that the champ ha, have to is a full time job, you know what I mean. If you want to be a champ, it's a full time job. That's a lot to work, a lot to worry about. There's a lot of people trying to to set up traps on your way. So you need to and you need to know who you can trust, who you right. cannot trust. That's why I think the the fact to have a small team is much safer. You know what I mean? To mitigate like problems that could help them be in a big environment. For sure. That makes perfect sense. How have you found that who in in that regard? Because obviously you're one of the most popular amateur fighters, probably in all of Pennsylvania, honestly, and maybe even beyond that. How ha, do you get like hate comments or hate DMs? Do you have like a group of haters? Because we just had Lucas Siebert on the podcast and he has a crazy amount of haters. So it's just interesting to me. These guys at this level still getting that kind of hate. Do you feel it? Uh, one of Eddie's buddies or someone made an anonymous Instagram and talked shit on me saying that he's more handsome, <laughs> more, more money, all kinds of shit. 
and I was like, whatever. But no, it's I don't kind feel of funny. Like too bad. Yeah, it is funny. Stuff like that's kind of funny, but yeah. it, it can cross the line for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't I'm I'm not a hateful guy, so I don't know how why people would hate on me, but if you, you hate know, it, I mean, you know what I don't just... respect. I respect when people right to your face yeah yeah of course it's easy it's easy here yeah, dude i cannot smack you by the you know, exactly like you by the phone <laughs> exactly what's uh what's mike tyson's quote he has a quote about that about what he said to the guy who told him to get put in a straight jacket what oh dude that, that one's ridiculous conference. that one's ridiculous yeah, that that's not what i was quote. thinking of but that's a classic tyson quote see it's something about you know it's easy to talk smack when you can't get hit in the face people nowadays are way too comfortable talking shit and not getting hit in the face something like that yeah. is the quote but yeah. Brazil is different. Brazil, if you, if me and him we got in a fight, you call the police. Police show up. Police gonna smack me. It's gonna smack him. You go that way. You go that way. Psh, don't. Here in America, everybody yep. jail, bro. Yeah, jail. It's crazy. Everybody get arrested. You here is so easy to get arrested. You know, in Brazil, man, like that's up gonna look at you on my bro. You want this? <laughs> you are gonna walk away. Insane. Is it, I mean, obviously we're not from Brazil and don't really know the culture as well, but the conception is that like everybody in Brazil can fight pretty much. Like that's just such part of the culture. Bro, is it, let me tell you something. If you, in Brazil, you need to learn how to fight because everybody knows. Mm -hmm. and you, like you're the fool if you don't train. You know, you go on police station. Every police station have mats. <laughs> what? They that's all wild. train. They all train. Smart. Well, because everybody trained, bro. Yeah. If you don't train, you you you're you, done. Like, yeah, man, you're gonna you're gonna be behind schedule. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna be the fool because everybody know how to fight and you don't. There's actually a lot of programs popping up now for cops to train jujitsu for free just to let them. It's it's unbelievable when I see cops coming to the gym and they have zero experience. What I'm, what I look look they go how many times a, week, a month they go shoot. Yeah, they, they train. Somebody's paying for that sure. ammo for them to go train. Yep. Right. Somebody's getting paid. Them. There's money circulating. There's no money circulating when he's uh, uh, buying jujitsu mats and throwing the mats. Mm -hmm. uh, I That's say, crazy. I, I say, dude, you guys go hand to hand training once a year for two hours. How many times you shoot somebody? None. You shoot nobody a year, but you have to go hand to hand every week. So that math make no sense. A great point it make no sense they train hand to hand once a year and they go hand to hand every week yep and they don't know what to do and then imagine a cop come try to arrest this kid here and he decides to not be compliant do you think he will be able to no, no. <laughs> zero percent chance gun, and then the police gun. he wants to go home see his wife mm -hmm. too so guess what he somebody gonna gonna pay the price yeah that's scary the more look my my that's thing that's why america that's why i tell that look mental health for mental health for kids why in america there's so many that's my in my in my head my theory right so many a mass shooting in the schools you know why because the kids don't fight because mm. they don't fight because people make a huge problem because two kids are scrap i rather have my kids scrap and then somebody come with a machine gun and pop people's brain in the school sure you know what i'm saying it should my opinion it should be mandatory you go public school you gotta learn self-defense no matter what i think it would help i really or you're do. gonna wrestle or you're gonna box or you're gonna do self-defense or yeah. you're gonna, what you're gonna do something should be mandatory for militaries for police officers first responders for even look look that 
there's a girl you probably don't remember her name nicole she's a skinny girl skinny uh she's a nurse chief nurse in the hospital dude decide to uh, to open up the door and start attacking somebody and try to kill somebody she had to jump on and defend i'm like dude imagine if you didn't have any basic skills she was crying talking to me just panicked yeah crying she was able to fight back and control you know what i mean good for her the other, that's the, huge look at the other guy student too emt guy got a guy got a this drug addict was the uh, uh heroin heroin yeah overdose and then they throw that guy in the van driving the van crossing the bridge crossing the bridge to the city mm -hmm. to take the guy to the hospital that guy woke up bro and he had the stethoscope around his neck grabbed the stethoscope start squeezing and almost choked the guy to death the driver had to to stop the the van the the ambulance in the middle of the road on the on the on the on the bridge and come and fight back to control that guy police came. look at that bro man for a little man bro crazy how come you can't control a man you know it's unbelievable it's, un it's unbelievable you're gonna rely on the police look if we decide to fight here it's gonna take 11 minutes that's a, that's not <laughs> yeah. a great neighborhood you know what i mean for sure so the until the cops show up here will take longer great neighborhood 11 minutes average time yeah how are you gonna do it can you fight for 11 minutes somebody honey? who knows how to fight fighting Hunt, somebody can who you doesn't fight for 11 minutes honey? zero percent chance that's what i'm saying <laughs> you remember anthony smith yeah absolutely like at his house yeah he defended his house yeah Bro, dude broke into his house he went downstairs started scrapping that guy call his call the cops call the cops he fought that guy all the way through the cops come right you have seen like heavyweight contender mm -hmm. bro fought for the title so guess what you're going to rely on the cops who's going to take care of your wife who's going <laughs> to take care of your kids bro who's going to yeah. protect them if you don't know how to fight it's a great great point uh oh i have my gun yeah right bro <laughs> you have to be a gun your own weapon in my opinion people have also the gun like people don't realize how hard it is to shoot under pressure you mentioned cops constantly training shooting shooting under pressure is so hard not to mention the whole human element of being willing to shoot somebody yeah it's crazy knowing some basic jujitsu would go a long way for a lot of people no doubt should be mandatory that's why it's how a good many, point yeah how many dude let me tell you something how many how many mass shooting you heard happen in brazil yeah no i mean the stats are ridiculous with the in america US. yeah how many fights happen in america how many fights happen in brazil everybody fight hand to hand here here people let, let me tell you something i had a kid in the gym imagine imagine that your kid get bullied one year and you see the kid getting weird you know oh mm -hmm. that's high school that's yeah, you know yeah, yeah. he's becoming a teenager he's becoming different and then eventually you find out the kid's been suffering bullying and you're like oh man school call you know you talk to the kid the kid barely talk to you you take the kid psychiatrist mm -hmm. psychiatrist whoop, whoop, meds whoop, yeah whoop, 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 whoop. money money making money because money is going back and forth no, and for guess sure. what what and then the kid <laughs> on the medication people bully he's like, oh, it's okay it's okay uh, it's okay it's not okay and then guess what one day that kid stopped taking I mean, this medication make me feel stupid man i ain't gonna tell i'm not gonna tell i'm not gonna tell mom he doesn't think he go play video game in the basement kill everybody killing everybody and guess what and the kid kid punched me in the squeeze like you know what 
That's it. I'm done, man. I'm gonna take Snaps. my dad. I'm gonna take my dad's AK tomorrow to school, and then show up and take, 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 take to Dude, the it's... teacher, the kid that just moving town, have nothing to do, and then destroy a bunch of families' life. Why? Because they couldn't scrap. I rather my say scrap every day of the week, my friend. Yeah. I mean, if between those two choices, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. I'm still just alive, bro. I'm, I fought so many times when I was a kid. I'm still here, bro. I tell it to a lot of people who come to our shows and think that the crowd's going to be real rowdy and stuff. Like, it's safe. the opposite. It's so safe. safe. Yeah, everybody knows how to fight. Exactly. You go in a place, everybody has a gun, everybody's strapped, nobody do nothing. Safe place. You and go to a jiu-jitsu tournament, how many times do you see people fighting? Yeah, zero. And a gun isn't even necessarily bad, like you said, if you also have basic hand-to-hand -hand skills. It's when you're scared and you have a gun that it's dangerous. Scared, yeah, That's the problem. People are afraid of fighters. Fighters, bro, they're under control. You got to be scared. All the skittish men, they're afraid of everything. That's the man that you got to be afraid of. Exactly. Because he can't pull shit that we wouldn't have the guts to. Yep. That's facts. Who? Yeah. You're growing up with guns, obviously. Yeah. How do you feel about all this? You're just quiet over there. Good. I like guns. Good. Really good. Big mm -hmm. gun guy. The mm -hmm. other day, man, he, the driving, you know, getting out of the parking lot, 12 gauge, this big in the front seat. I said, bro, you're going to be allegedly. arrested, man. You're not on the sticks, bro. Yeah. You're allegedly. not on the sticks. Three guns in the pickup. <laughs> Dude, I, I pulled up here today and there were guys in the field hunting. I assume like hunting birds or something. Yeah. I don't know what they would be doing in the field otherwise, but that's fun. What's your favorite thing to hunt? Anything that moves does not matter. This guy's unbelievable. Man, pictures all the time. Crazy kid. Who? What was the snake? What's the story with you biting a snake's head off? It bit me, so I bit it back. Did you tell that on the podcast, or did somebody else? I think somebody else might have. I don't know if I would have shared Who told that. that story. Man, I wish I could remember. I think Darusi told that story. Control. Yeah, yeah, dude. What? What are you? Animal control gonna arrest? <laughs> He's got possums. He's biting the heads off snakes. It bit me first. Oh, so that's what you're going to tell the cops? Bit yes. me. I had to defend myself. It's better than shooting it. There mm -hmm. you go. You bit its head off. Some yeah. basic self-defense. Yeah. What is, what is the kids program like for you, Danilo? Because I wanted to bring that up. Now that I was just in there the other night delivering those tickets and awards, I got to see the kids. Oh, that's good. The pillow good, fighting. Good thing that you call that because we have surprise. Guess who is who's going to be our wrestling coach now? Oh. We're going to have wrestling program for the kids. No way. This guy, no. <laughs> no. Okay, who we got? Be Mark Angle. What? Yeah. No way, dude. It's going to be our kids' wrestling program. That's awesome. Yeah. That's going to be big. Oh, it's going to be big. Yeah. Now we're going to have kids' class from Monday through Saturday. Nice. You just wait, bro. Give me five years, and you're going to have a whole hoster. I mean, how many were there that night? There were fifty kids in that room. I bet. Wait until this. Those kids, they they nine, ten. When those kids are 13, 14, and then you're gonna see it. Man, you see kids dropping kids with body shots. Like, here, here. Let's go. They can, oh! <laughs> start crying. I'm like, oh my god, you gotta take it easy, bro. <laughs> Low kicks, man. The quality, like. Let's go. That's what I tell the kids. I say, dude, listen. If 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 you fought me with the same age, you kill me. Yeah, it would have been bad. Kill me. Easy. And they're yep. like, no. I'm like, yeah, man. keep going, bro. Yeah. Keep going. Man, that, 
I just had another coach. I won't I won't say names, but another coach in the area was telling me that he has a fighter coming up, and he's like, "This guy is better than I've ever was." And he was he's a, a successful fighting coach. He's like, "But this guy coming up would have whooped me at my best." Well, that's the that's like my goal is make these guys ten times better than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I told him. I said, "Well, it's not about my game. It's about your game. I'm here to help you to." To create your own yeah. game and feed you with with tools that might help you. It's not like I don't want you to do my game. Like for example, I have some kids that they compete wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And then they smash. <laughs> they smash. They make the other kids cry because they hip toss. They do judo throws, mm-hmm. and then the other coaches get mad because the kids cry. Oh yeah. And then one of my kids, he 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 won the match with ten seconds. He tossed the kid, slammed hard, and the kid got crying already. He pinned the kid. And then there was 10 seconds match. And then the, the he came out all happy. And then the coach, man, we got to change the style. You gotta, you're doing too much judo. And then the dad came to me and said, man, what do you think? Should I? Oh my, bro, it's about the kid. Mm-hmm. It's not about the coach, bro. Like, if the kid has a gift, do you want to? You gotta try to change the yeah, no. you know, his abilities because it's not your style. So then he need to find another coach that they can understand that. Yeah, you know what I mean. The coaches are here just to guide, bro, just to guide. That's and important. that's what I tell these guys. There's a difference between a coach and a professor. A professor get you white belt and make you, mm-hmm. and he builds you. Yep. A coach is a guy who got you ready. You already a black belt. And he come and he got you ready to fight. Oh, let's train like this. Let's stretch. The strategy is this. That's a difference. Yeah, that's a cool distinction. I get what you mean there. Yeah. Who how do you feel about that? Good? Yep. Nice, dude. I'm glad you're still feeling good over there. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. What uh what what can we expect on February 24th, bro? I want to know. I want to know what you're feeling. You're gonna you can expect uh me at my absolute best and most prepared and most best coached. I like the sounds of that. Yep. Is he a professor or a coach? He's professor. He there we go. Since I was white go. belt, there we go. Still I'm still white, white belt, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom! We got Not Mikey. The average white belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super average white belt. Hootly. We got Mikey in the chat saying Danilo and Fluffy with your uh, India, your arrows emojis. Hi, Coach Mikey. <sighs> what up, dude? That it's a banger fight. We're really excited for mm-hmm. it, man. It's been. Awesome having all of your fights for 247. Obviously, we appreciate that. And obviously, working with Danilo and the whole Indio crew, man. Like you like you said, it's a small team, but we know that anytime you say this guy's ready for a fight, you give us a name to match, we're like, all right, they're ready. They're going to be a dog. Like, we already know. We already know. So I want to ask, is there anybody coming up? Is there anybody close to being ready to fight that we should keep our eye on or we should be on the watch for? I have a kid, a little tiny kid. He's super talented. Right, Rice. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Bryce, I call him Rice. Rice, yeah. <laughs> Rice. I, I thought I was joking him because he, he, I call him Decoy, because <laughs> he looked like uh, uh, Chris Hansen. You know oh, my oh, oh my god! Oh my god! That's thing. awesome. But he's a talent, motherfucker, bro. He's super talent. Is that Bryce De Leon? This is Bryce. We had it. Do we have him? He had a he had a, an injury on his hand. Okay, hand. okay. That's why. That kid, man, he's I remember him, yeah. He's talented, bro. He I'm can excited. fight, man. He's a good wrestler, Dude, good kickboxer, good jujitsu. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just not big, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he can fight, bro. Let's let's do it, Bryce. So let's make that. Di- oh, he's watching. He just commented. Ha ha. <laughs> I respect that. That's guy. great. Yeah, dude. Uh that like 
you know, another one that you guys should pick up before you go is Bridget. Yeah. yeah. Should have her. Yeah, her time's coming. You know what I mean? Because no we, we're supposed to have hope on the last card, remember? I know. We're yeah. For, for different reasons of yeah, opponents yeah. and shit. Try to get hope, Bridget, because she can she can fight too. She's an animal. Oh, those sisters are savages, dude. They're so good, so talented. Animal. It's crazy. What about uh, Jay Manning? Is he in the gym? Jay, he's you know he works full time for the for the university. Hmm. He's a rapper. He's a single dad. You know he a lot and, of life going on there. And I yeah. feel bad, you know, because he oh, wants to sure. fight. He's a talent. He's a dog, but. Bro, so I tell this guy, I say, man, time is now. Mm -hmm. The time is now. Move close, stay sharp, because the telephone rings and you're not ready. The opportunity goes away. It's, it's gone. You missed it's it. It's gone. Yep. What did you think about Jay's last LFA fight? I know that was a oh, tough, tough good. one for him. They're good. Just tough opponent, too. Like, yeah, they you know kind of was mean? really good. Man, it's so hard to get fights. Bro. Like, you know what I mean? So oh, hard. We know. Like, Trust so me. Hard. <laughs> yeah. So hard. And then, like, that's what I tell guys. Like when you hit that level, you can't make mistakes anymore. You make yeah. a mistake, they might capitalize, and you might get screwed on that. Yeah. So that we need to stay sharp, and that that's that's the advantage. That look, the guy that I, he knows, the guy that has more consistency, Evans. Mm -hmm. Consistence, consistence, mm -hmm. consistence. Always there. <laughs> he fought. Monday he was training. Crazy. You know Crazy. what I mean? But that's what but that's why I tell him I say, bro, the time is now, bro. I tell him I say you guys should move in together, rent a small apartment, because they're in the same vibe. One guy pushed the other, you know what I mean? And go, 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 go. Because yeah. one year goes like bro. Oh, it doesn't even make sense how fast it goes. Five years, boom. Oh, Oh, my mom wants me to move out of the house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you, you and then how are you gonna hustle? How are you gonna train? Yeah. That's, I tell you, listen, bro, if you have family support, that's that's a huge <laughs> fucking help already. Yep. What then, you got? Imagine mm -hmm. you don't have family support. You have to train, have to work, they do everything on your own. Brutal. That's brutal. What's the plan for you, Hoot, in terms of living out here? Are you gonna stick to this kind of Three times a week thing for now. So yeah. What are you thinking though? Like where ideally, where do you want to be in a year? Uh in a year, I just wanna keep winning. You know, <laughs> I just wanna win. And wherever the coaches want me to do, I'll do it. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I don't I just wanna be a winner. That's a so far so good. Yeah. Definitely. We got another uh, local competitor, Nicholas Leone, commented true that about consistency. Consistency really is everything, in everything, in anything. Bro, the same yeah. drills that we've been doing for three years, four years, the same thing, over and over and over and over and over. He's not who's the best. It's who's the last guy on the room. They keep showing up. He's the, he's the real best guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? How many talent guys you see coming and going, coming and going, coming and going, bro? This, who's the best the best guy is the last guy yeah Stand. i like that i've been bugging my cousin to get back in there he tore his achilles but dustin conta i know he was coming for a little bit to indio he's fucking animal <laughs> dude he's good you know him? no i just think you're funny <laughs> say that he's a football player bro. yeah football wrestled at clarion yeah oh wow i think he wrestled with taylor at clarion i think they were on the same team and briefly yeah 
Yeah, dude, he's a he would be great at MMA. <laughs> New place is gonna have more 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 structure. Mm-hmm. I think, and now we're gonna I'm gonna bring MMA classes back to the program. We're gonna have two class uh, Muay Thai, two class MMA, and then we're gonna bring more Nogi classes too. Nice. So I think that will help them be instead of us only doing sessions of like between us in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, because now we're gonna have much more space. Right. So for people who maybe are just joining the stream or just catching up, India is going to be moving locations somewhat soon. They're working on a location move right now to a bigger facility, bigger, better facility. So things are getting better. If you already like what India is doing, they're about to be doing more, doing better. So keep an eye out for that. And it's close to the old gym. Two minutes away. Yeah, literally two minutes away. Super easy. Guys like this guy flying that India flag. Mm-hmm. Team grown. We got Bryce DeLeon in the comments. He's listening, so he still cares. We can get Bryce in the cage. Dude, how do you how would you feel about a sprawl in the would you ever want to grapple? Just grapple? Yes. Good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, dude. April nineteenth. Andy. Let's plug it right now. Sprawl in the Berg three is April nineteenth. He's signing up. Just sign him up. Let's do it. Let's get Andy a match. What Andy, you're fighting March (laughs) thirteenth, just so you know, bro. What uh uh, what belt rank is he? is he a white belt but not a white belt is that what the you said toughest white belt in the whole world <laughs> 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 let me tell you something you being tough doesn't mean you have the knowledge sure you know I mean? yeah so that's true I, like guy show up if you don't know the the basics like jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu wrestling is wrestling bro mm-hmm. like i'd like oh oh he's a collision wrestling show up blue belt not here not in my place bro he's just like everybody else he's tougher than everybody else but you're gonna have to learn the same techniques to learn the basics otherwise well, what's the point gotta earn it they're not mcdonald's bro i love it i love it that's the way to do it no mcdojo that yeah dude nobody would ever have to get going dog yeah i saw i was i was keeping an eye on that get you out of here at 11 30. danilo's got a private to teach Hoot Lee's got a fight to get ready for. Mm-hmm. I did have, yeah, no, there was there was one more question. I'll ask you off the air and answer the guy. But yeah, uh, Hoot Lee versus Cowboy Eddie, amateur lightweight title, two four seven belt on the line. Second round TKO. That's prediction from Danilo himself. Write Second round TKO. Write, write it down. down. Mark it down. All right. It was awesome having you guys in here, man. Been a been a long time coming. Appreciate all the knowledge, Danilo. I know a lot of people loved hearing from you, so that's awesome. Appreciate it, bro. bro. For sure, man. Thanks, Hoot. Thank you. Take care, bros.